Well, welcome to another episode of the Captain Lou Podcast with your host, Captain Lou, and your co-host, Luke, who is also a host. We're, we're bi-hosted. <laughs> we're bi-hosting. We're bi bi-hosting. Co-hosting. Took a lot of thought, but... Okay. Luke, you went to Nashville. What was that all about? I went to Nashville for a quirk trip. Something interesting happened that I wanted to discuss on the podcast. Do it. Discuss we, it. We have discussed at length... We're jumping into it. But, however, it was an interesting What's up, guys? It's your boy, stop, Captain dude, Lou. Stop, dude. Yeah, so abrasive. Go ahead and smash Wee, that like button. There we go. So, I went to Twin Rivers, Twin Falls, Twin Twin Ramps, State twin. Park. Oh, uh, Twin yeah. Peaks. It's not. Two Rivers. What is Two it? Two Rivers Skate Two. Park. And... Nashville. That was with my wife and my little baby. Little tiny wee one. Little a, li a wee little baby. And I skated around for a little bit until my knee started to hurt. And then I sat around and then skated a little bit more. Classic. But, classic. Uh, there were some rippers there. And Always. And they did the classic try something hard a couple times. Finally do it. You say, oh, that's sick, dude. They mumble something under their breath. Yes. Shake their head as they rip past you. Absolutely. To cut off the flow of the next guy he was about to go. Kind of jumbling up the skate park flow, in my opinion, a little bit. Being very hectic in a very hectic skate park. Right, right. That's all within my bandwidth of what it means to be at the skate park. And also why I've just come to not really enjoy being there. Skate very park often. culture. It's the worst. So what's interesting, though, is I stayed for like 20 minutes or something. My knee hurt. I got the baby. And we left. And my wife... As soon as we got into the truck, she said, you know, she said essentially something like, why are they all so angry? Mm -hmm. And my wife has, she is not in the skateboarding community at all. She's like learned and she's just not in that zone at all. She's lovely. And it was so interesting to hear her perspective because she said, you know, why are they so angry? They look so unhappy all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to explain to her, this is actually a huge part of the skateboarding culture is to be what I can only imagine is super insecure, feel like skateboarding is your only thing, be at the skate park and be so serious the entire time. And even if somebody kindly gives you a compliment or even says hi to you, you're gonna gruffly brush past them, you mumble something under your breath, like, and then you're going to like go smoke weed in the parking lot. And it was also interesting to see because the guys who I'm thinking about as I'm talking about this were like maybe a little bit younger than me. But mm -hmm. they were like 25, 26. They were not young. They were not young. but that's they were grown, That's grown ass man. Grown ass man. But they were acting exactly like 13 and 14 and 15 year olds. Like they, it was like as if they were stuck. It was like they were stuck in a moment in time. Are you and, familiar with the with the word petulant? Petulant. Yeah, they were being, pouty. Yeah, pouty. Yep, exactly. And right on the edge of being actually pretty mean. And and I get it, man. Some people want to go to the skate park. They just want to be left alone. They want to skate. Understand, you know, not a problem at all. I respect that. But it was so interesting to hear my wife's perspective because it really matched the perspective that I've had in that you've had and that we've talked a lot about on the podcast it was a it was a corroboration and it was funny because she said very sincerely she was like i just feel bad for them like i just i feel sad for them they must feel really alone they must feel really afraid to behave that way it was such an interesting tidbit 
you know, a, a moment in time for me because I've just been skating long enough and have been around that long enough that I don't even notice it anymore. And here's a person with a completely fresh perspective saying the exact same thing that we've been saying. And it did. It was funny. She said, it makes me sad. And it was interesting because I was feeling the exact same way. I just felt really heartbroken. I was like, man, these guys are like, it feels like they're just stuck. Like they are never going to move past this. And what's the end? Like you land the trick and then what? You know what I mean? Like there's just nothing it's just vapid it's mist it just goes away again if, ephemera ephemera we've talked about it a thousand times but at, to watch it play out in front of me and not from my own brain but from a brain of somebody that i respect and love to have her say wow they're really mean or and, and she was asking like are they all like that hmm. and i was like mm, a lot of them like probably 80 percent of them depending on where you're at and what and what's going on and they, it's so funny, too, because they were such cool guys doing all the cool guy tricks. But they were also really disrupting the flow of the park. The park was full of guys on bikes and guys on, at, at a lower talent level. And the way that these guys were skating was super aggressive, very much like they're going to take two turns and maybe you can like swoop in while this guy's catching his breath. Um, and I tried to be cordial, you know, because I'm. So he was doing something cool, like, a, I don't know, a pop shove sex change up a little Euro, and it looked really great, and he did a good job, and I was like, oh, that's sick, dude, and he literally just skated by me, mumbled something, and shook his head, and then continued on his way, which is his prerogative, but... I'm but like, you can Man. tell when a person responds that way to a compliment or to an affirmation that they're not feeling great about themselves. No, and it's so objectively, it's almost like a person, I've got a, I've got, I know somebody who has just a hair of body dysmorphia. And, you know, we've spoken at length about that. And it's such a strange thing because another person can look at him and say, oh, my gosh, dude, like, you know, you're you're fine. But when he sees himself, all he can see is I just feel fat. I look fat. And it, it was it's almost the same, you know, psychosis that's happening because these guys are doing amazing stunts of skateboarding and like super bummed no happiness no joy no excitement like insatiable for like some sort of you know goal that could never be reached you know like man these it's sisyphean it's it, it, what's the end goal that's like what i kept on feeling I'm like dude i just feel sad because it feels like these guys have some sort of end goal that they are not able to articulate or even really know that they have and they're never going to reach it you know it's never-ending just disappointment so it fascinating fascinating to me especially if, you know coming from my wife again she she's very smart and she thinks about things deeply and she's also very kind and very sweet and I really appreciated her perspective it, it helped me to have a fresh perspective because I was on the edge of feeling like oh these guys are just assholes man like I just don't even want to be around these guys and for her to be like you know what this is really sad I'm like man babe you're actually really really right this is like a this makes me feel sad as well these guys are really stuck so i don't know man we again we've talked about it a thousand times but i think that we're right <laughs> at least in some domain you know we might be onto something in regard to some like what i'm hearing you describe is you described a situation mm. um you described a situation that is not rare no in the skating of boards mm -hmm. in the world. Um,
I, I feel off my game. Okay, that's right. No, that's good. Take your time, my guy. Let's enjoy it. Yeah, I like I, it. I want to just clarify for our listeners our position. Go ahead. This podcast is brought to you by Life Skateboards. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you if you haven't been paying attention, um, Life Skateboards is the best thing happening in skateboarding. True that. And I'm the kind of guy who would say something else if he thought something else. <laughs> Um, True it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, it, it just gets better and better with life skateboards. That is something I'd like to say. Some folks who've followed my, my journey with life skateboards over the years, you may listen to this and think of some of the times when my, um, you know, when I was still making boards, um, and like, think back to, you know, like something that happened with you know, like me and Sam or something like that. Or maybe you have a recollection of something that happened and you ordered a board and it took 65 years to get there or something like that. Or you know somebody who has a complaint or something like that. And um, all I'm saying is Life Skateboards just keeps getting better and better yep. and better. Absolutely. And that's why I've stuck with Life Skateboards because um, I don't need things to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, I... I appreciate when things go from good to better. Yep. And the level of good that Life Skateboards started at and the level of better that has been going on has them categorized under just the best. Excellent. I am, yeah. Yeah. And um, Life Skateboards is something in skateboard industry that gives me hope that there is heart in people and that there is value and good stuff that goes on and so <clears throat> i want to bring that up as a, even a mental palate cleanser before i dive in yeah start doing that yakety yak thing i do <laughs> every freaking episode you're such an idea log i don't know if you knew this or Go not ahead. Did, did you look at our stats we have like 30 lessons an episode right we we i pulled up our stats and we have a we have a number of statistics this is what I was looking at. I actually mm -hmm. snapped a picture of it. Mm -hmm. So we lost all of our stats from Pod Bean. Yeah. And during the Bean days, yeah. I feel like we had more listeners. I think it felt that way, but I think we're moving back, even surpassing our numbers now. Maybe. We, we have average 26 plays per episode. Which is... I mean, that's 26 people who are... I'm very, very happy about it's that. It's pretty wild, yeah. Um, I'm very happy about that. And 57... We have an audience size, and that is like the, the total number of people that we're reaching. The number of devices that clicked on the episode on yeah. Spotify or and, and listened for a certain amount of time. It has a time um, downloaded or streamed. Yeah. Okay, so an episode. So that might be full episode. That's at 57 people. The other thing that we need to remember is that this does not take into account our YouTube, which has been garnering like 10 views maybe an well, episode or something. It's very strange. We're just going to add that to this. Yeah. So we're solidly, and we have 36 followers, which is just a, a lovely thing. It has a doodly little graph on it, which is a fun to look at. <laughs> it's got it's got peaks and valleys and yeah. like that. and. The last 30 days uh, are on there right now. I can do seven days. Look at that. Mm -hmm. That's a spicy number of things. This is all time. 
Yeah. Um, so you see, that's all the time that was lost while we were with Podbean. It has a giant flat in the beginning. Yeah. And we poured it over 90 days ago. That's what it's telling me. Uh, yeah, or something. Yeah. No, I don't think... It had to be more than that. It's more it's, than that. Oh, no, it's not. It's yeah. not 90 days ago. No, it's ago. not. It's more than It doesn't give us... Oh, it does. We poured it over in uh, May. Yes. Yeah, in May. Right. So um, that's lovely, and we're grateful for all the people who follow us here. Um, yeah, dear dear dad, send money. Um, <laughs> we uh, have obviously have no reason to aspire to be full-time podcasters. No. And we also do not probably have the aggregate skill set. But notwithstanding, we appreciate your gifts and your support that you send our way. Yeah. If you wish to. You can through Spotify up to nine dollars and ninety something cents a month. A month, mm -hmm. or you could do a one-time or regular PayPal drop at the it's um, the Captain Podcast at Gmail .com. Yeah, and of course, how do you spell Captain Lou? Well, you spell it with an M, just as God intended. That's right, <laughs> and you spell Lou L E W. Yeah, come there, on. There is no O in Lou. Yeah, you're, there's, there's you're better than this. Come you on. are. You guys have got this, especially <laughs> since it's just us in here. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's just us in our intimate group of 26 to 30, 50 followers Ugh. and listeners. Terrifying. It's not. We're glad you're here if you're listening and very, very, very happy to be yep. uh, heard by you. So... You're describing to me basically um, a, a fairly common experience that I also share with you, which is unhappy skateboarders. Yeah. They certainly don't appear to be people who are at play. No. I'm grateful that not every visit to a skate park is like that, but it is so common. And it's almost every time you go skate, yeah. you get somebody at the skate park who is not having the time of their life and appears maybe never to um, <laughs> right. and usually they're the more skilled skateboarders yes and it's strange like a strange thing i don't begrudge they're under a lot of pressure yeah it feels like it that's the, yeah. that's it feels like they're at a board meeting where they have to like give a presentation that they haven't prepared for or something i mean yeah what's strange about it is i don't begrudge a person wanting to take their skateboarding very seriously wanting to progress i get it i love doing tricks on my skateboard that's a good feeling being out there with your friends or whatever but these guys they were very good but it's not like so good that you know anti-hero is gonna call like ever 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 you know like the, i mean I think if any of these guys went to LA for a week, they would realize the level. They're not in the running. They're, we're they're not, not even in the close. Running. Not they're, even. Close. They're not even close. I mean, those no. guys out there are, or Colorado. I mean, just absolute shredders. Um, and so you're like, what's the, what's the end game here? Because and it doesn't smack of a person who's just highly committed, because they have a goal in mind that they're trying to reach. It just it's like a person who's clinging on to dear life to something that they feel like matters. And I, my perspective is that it matters far less than these people are giving it credit for. And that's what makes me sad is I'm like, man, are you, you're just driving it to refusal. You know, you're absolutely driving it to refusal. And it bothers me. The idea that these guys would be mean to scooter kids who got in their way 
which I didn't see necessarily when I was there, but have experienced over and over and over. Yeah. That really, really bothers me. Nobody has a right, even due to their insecurities, to be mean and be a bully to the people around them. Um, it, nobody has that right. And, and my perspective is that the better you are at skateboarding, the more responsibility you have to not be an asshole. People would disagree. That's fine. But that's my perspective. So I don't know, man. I just... You just feel uncomfortable. Like the entire thing just feels so uncomfortable. It's like a palpable, like, fog over the entire skate park because these guys are there doing their thing and they're ripping around at such high speed and they're so unpleasant to be around. Again, I, I don't. It's a free country, man. You can go to the skate park and and be serious if you want to be, but I, I don't know. I there is a better way, you know. In Probably many. Yeah, like so many better ways, dude. Well, you said something like, like, I don't have a problem if someone wants to take their skateboarding very seriously. Yeah. I do. I, do. Okay. I think that taking skateboarding very seriously mm -hmm. um, makes a person vulnerable to a sort of corruption. I would agree with you. I mean, I'm hard to disagree with because I'm like, I'm full of attitude and words, but, and, and I don't mean this dogmatically, mm -hmm. like, um, but I, I have seen it so many times that when somebody is like really serious about being good at skateboarding, you know, yep. I'm, I'm the guy who I'm constantly asking why. You know, yeah, right. Like before I saddle up and go on my Harley Davidson, I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, like yeah. could die doing this. Right. You know, is there do I have a do I have a why here? Yeah. You know? And it's the people I meet and the conversations I have. It is the wind yeah. and the sky and even the cold. Um there are there are there are whys that I have mm -hmm. that might not satisfy the critics of the activity right because who has a uh, who has an activity of any risk that isn't you know gonna get some criticism right when i ride my skateboard i i need a why too and one of the main but when people take the tricks really seriously mm -hmm. i think one of the things about skateboarding that is the most important of all of its potential mm -hmm. is when we play, we strengthen, mm. we recharge, we grow, we learn when we play. When we play, we are refreshed. Sure. And a lot of people really, really need, we all need refreshing. Sure. We all need that. And play is a channel in our lives for just, you know, get a break yeah and um i do i recognize that there are folks who don't view skateboarding as play for them it is very serious business sure and i think that that's corrupted i do i think that's a corrupted mm. attitude i think it's full of a of power over other people um if i'm good on my skateboard then i or either there's a terrible 
terrible insecurity and inferiority complex at the heart of the over serious skateboarder. It can be, you know, in like a nine year old, it's not, it's not so bad. You know, they love having a place in the tribe. Sure. They love being the little brother and them being good at skateboarding makes them part of a group and being part of a group is so important through about nine years old through middle school. Right. It's an important part of our lives where we learn how to be part of a group. You find a group, you become part of it, and then right. you learn about the places, times, ways that you should ex you should exert independence from a group. Mm -hmm. You get to learn about the limitations. Right. Groups can't give you everything. You know, a group that gives you everything is a gang. You know, that's a that's gang mentality. Sure. And that's what you get when there's a bunch of skateboarders who've lost perspective, they're taking it too seriously, and then they get good enough to be the, the king of town, and then you start then you start to see it. But you get up around twenty five years old mm -hmm. and that what started at nine by being a little ripper. Yeah. You know, and maybe through your teenage years, you had some girls admire you because you were good at skateboarding, and that's a that's a powerful, that's a powerful drug. Right. Yeah. You know, and now you're 25 years old. Even at 21, you're gonna start to see that, like, geez, you know, at what price did I get this good at skateboarding and establish this much, right. you know, cultural gravitas? And right. I dare say, um, there might be some some desperate emotions under the surface. Yes. Um, so I know we're different to each other, Luke, and mm. I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't think I'm, you know, have a better approach to it. I do have a different one. What do you think? Let's see how well you know me. What's what's my go-to for dealing with folks that are taking it too seriously? What <laughs> Making do, fun of them I do. immediately. I immediately yeah, begin. The cat calling begins. To heckle. It's <laughs> yeah, a, cat, cat calling has a sexual connotation. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, yes, it's, it's uh, more of a heckle. It's, it's definitely not sexual. Yeah. <laughs> But but I I do I begin I begin the heckling. Uh, and, yeah, um, and it's it's funny because I agree with your assessment as a whole package. I do. I think that it's true when we're using skateboarding to fulfill some sort of like oh gosh. thing. It, it it is it does correct. Our dads did make a mess of it. Yeah, dude. Like your dad didn't hug you enough or tell you that you're important or whatever. And but my I think the thing that feels important to me is to communicate the fact that in my mind if you just took the idea of taking the act of skateboarding seriously having it be a thing that you're serious about that you want to commit oh, yeah. serious time to being that committed. doesn't bother me no. you know what i mean being committed to there is there's a positive result for any commitment to yes. any discipline right you know if, exactly if you've got a if you've got a but think of the therapy that a person i don't know take something really like take, I don't know, needlepoint or whittling or... <laughs> whittling. Yeah. Yeah, or right. Take anything like that. And right. Guy comes home from work mm -hmm. and he, you know, and he fires up his whittling knives on the porch and he learns how to make birds. And yeah. then he starts making one of those elephant inside an elephant and, type yeah, deals. Right. And, you yeah, know, you get right. to where that's really satisfying. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah, right. Um, but, but skateboarding is like... If there was a whittler's guild down at the whittler's shop, <laughs> yeah. and and they would they they wouldn't like you if your whittling wasn't good enough. Yeah, right. See, whittling is 
<laughs> so much safer from this toxic social pressure. You know what? I bet it's not. I bet there are some very serious Whitlers out there who are like enraged that we would even like compare the two. I mean, this is, it's human nature. Again, we've talked about all this before. It's human nature on full display. Yeah, but but seriously, any guy who was a, who was like being a dick about, about whittling, whittling. Yeah. that's the way. You know, you just think about like um, there was. I got this. Um, there was in Bob's Burgers episode, and there was a magician. Oh yeah. You remember the magician? Yeah, dude. He's and like he super was serious. such a dick to Bob. <laughs> He was so mean to Bob, and Bob was just, you know, oh, oh, okay. oh god, yeah, right. oh god, yeah, you know, right. and <laughs> you know, that's that's oh, this man. this skateboarding thing, yeah, is like, it's it's a child's plaything, yeah, right. You know, you are a child's plaything. It's <laughs> it's really really best when it's not so terribly important and that's yeah, why sure that's why for the kid who comes home from school yeah or even the adult who comes home from work sure goes in there goes in their spot and starts just learning you know i we are we really love bob lofton over here oh yeah trust me you don't you don't know bob lofton yeah. is man you're a serious <laughs> skateboarder you wouldn't care right yeah you know but the, the true the true examples of skateboarding greatness, mm -hmm. they aren't in in my opinion. They're not the people who can do more stuff than you. Um, they're the people who can enjoy the rolling toy sure. in a way that makes you enjoy the rolling toy more yeah. than you did before. That's that's what I really think. I think that there is a, there's a trap yeah. that's laid for everyone out there that you, you fall in love with the rolling toy. Yeah. And maybe from the very beginning, yeah. you see the rolling toy as a way to get people to like you. Yeah. And that's a trap. Absolutely. I don't know. That's probably a lot of skateboarders. Yeah. They probably saw skateboarding as a means to an end rather than an end in itself sure things are fun when they're just themselves yep. and that's the contention i make in public skateboarding that if the skateboard is a means for you to you're going to wind up with a tiger by the tail when you get up in your late 20s mm -hmm. and you've devoted your life to skateboarding as a means by which you can win the admiration, the respect, the label of legitimacy yep. of other people. Yep. That's a trap. Yep. That trap was laid for you by marketing people at magazines and energy drink ad executives and footwear companies sure yeah, right and it's a it's really it's really sad when you get around a bunch of people who have a you know like a, a real bad case of the why so serious going on yeah. it is and outsiders to skateboarding like your dear wife who mm -hmm. is very perceptive yeah um and i trust her judgment on that having seen it myself so many times yeah yeah, it's not good. Um, it's not, and it's worth remarking about. And yeah. we and we have we've remarked about it. I want to talk about a tiger by the tail I saw this week. Okay. Um, 
You really, know, yeah, go ahead. Just really quick before yeah, get we in there, go into, the only thing I wanted to say is, it's funny that you bring up Bob Lofton because to me he's a perfect example of a person who takes skateboarding seriously. He does. Quote unquote, he's very as disciplined. In, he's disciplined. He actually goes out and is like, okay, I'm going to spend this much time skateboarding and even hours at a time in an empty yes. parking lot learning how to do freestyle stuff. Stuff that I'm not necessarily interested in, but it's funny because when I watch Bob do it, I kind of want to like learn how to do the thing where it, the board spins it, as I walk on it. it you know, takes, like it takes discipline right. and commitment yeah. to achieve what Bob has achieved. Yes. And he he's not exactly just a freestyle skater. No, but he he has a heavy focus on freestyle tricks because he's introverted. Yeah, he's highly intelligent. He's yeah. a nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah, he, he's like he, a sci-fi nerd. I he love is. it, dude. And, yeah. And um, Bob puts out these very gentle presentations of skateboarding. Yeah. They are not overwhelmingly dangerous and high risk. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. look at that and I see that's the skateboarding I can do until I'm 75. 100%. And yep. then I, and, and my pivot here. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Is, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because when I brought up Bob, I meant to say, Bob takes skateboarding seriously. Yes. But he doesn't do it in the same way right. as the guy who's just super bummed out, pissed off, and uh, I guess mad at me because I gave him a compliment. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. You know? Yeah, it was a mirror um, to this guy at the skateboard. Yeah. When I heckle people like that, sometimes they'll just leave. Yeah, no, they're literally like so like freaked out. It's like a complete shattering of what they thought was going to happen. They'll literally I, just dip. I was once accused of. Uh, little two-stroke fart, farty little two-stroke scooter just went by good for him um i was once accused of being a bully <laughs> um yeah. publicly i was publicly shamed for bullying yeah because of of uh the, the kind of heckling i do and i've told the story on here before yeah um and i i'm fine with that right um, uh i definitely am i tend to be extroverted Sure. And uh, I say I say what I what I want. I've never noticed that about you. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a person, just a person who's like consigned himself to the reality of who he is and the price that has to be paid. Why, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> You're all energy with the what, with the like the shoulders and the head. What are you <laughs> What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> you poor bastard. I'm not, oh, I love I you. See, there being a oh, sea dude. change in the way that I, <laughs> yeah, you know, because I don't regret it at all. No. If you no. come out to the skate park and you're volatile and petulant, yeah. pouty and yeah. grumpy and stoned and right. angry yeah. and unwelcoming. Um, yeah, you're gonna definitely uh, get you're, you're gonna, well, I, I don't lecture people, <laughs> no. I just have a happy vibe. Yeah, and my happy vibe in the skate park is a public park, dude. Yeah, so this is common ground, it's public. I can say what I want. Well, it's first Amendment, my right, dog. It's yeah. actually, uh, it, it actually, yeah, really is. It actually yeah. is. It's not like I'm saying anything that's like evil or bad. No, you know, I'm like, hey, dude. Did a really good job on that trick. It'd be cool if you uh, enjoyed the compliment. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I do that. Yeah, I do that a lot. It's like, oh, oh, you, you don't know how to. What you do is, it's it's called. Uh, you say you smile and you say thank <laughs> you, thank you. Right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And they're so bummed, bro. They yeah, get they so do. bummed. They look, and so abrasive. They look at their shoes and they look at each other. Around here, they leave pretty quick because <laughs> I, they they just know I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm You've not going to stop. You've trained them too. 
Oh man, that's maybe wrong, I'm Colin bro. Robertson. I don't you know. know you know who dude. Colin Robinson is? Uh, Robinson. Robertson. He's from What They Do in the Shadows. He's the psychic vampire. No, I'm bro, not. you have okay. to get I'm to know Colin Robinson. Got it, dude. I'm the Colin what? Robinson of the skate park. What we do in the shadows? Oh, it's so oh, good, man, dude. So good. Just watch a compilation of Colin Robinson footage yeah. on YouTube. Okay. So good. I'm in it. Yeah. So my contention is that. There's taking it seriously, like being committed yeah. and having it as a discipline that helps you to form up yep. your inner world and your, and your, you know, that's a, that's, that's a winner. Yeah. And then there's taking it seriously where it's like you're, you're, like I said, you're volatile and yep. you're petulant and you're pouty, you're grumpy, you're yep. stoned, you're yep. angry, yep. you're obviously in torment yep. and you're unwelcoming and and then you were mentioning the rhythm of the park. You know, yeah. you, you're actually dominating the whole space with like I don't know what your energy. Yeah, right. You know, like yeah, right. You just you don't have a good energy, bro. Your entire you know? vibe. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I wish you weren't there. Yeah. Um, but for your own sake, I'm telling you, you've got a tiger by the tail. You've been using skateboarding for something that it can't deliver on. It yes. won't work. Yeah. You aren't gonna get from skateboarding what you've been trying to get from it and what's the definition of insanity it's like the, yeah. doing uh doing the same thing expecting a different expecting result. a different result yeah it's time to i don't know get your ass to church <laughs> you know crack a bible soften your heart yeah, forgive like, go talk to your dad maybe uh, <laughs> like man, try to squash some stuff is, yeah the dad stuff can be really tough but it's worth working on uh Get some help. Yeah, get some help, dude. Get some help. I I think you're making an excellent distinction, and I and I will do the same to put a capstone on my thoughts about being serious in skateboarding. That really is the de the definitive marker between a person whose life is going to kind of spiral down the drain of just like insane insanity and just like chasing after the wind, and a person like Bob, who is committed but understands that there are things in his life that are much more important. Much more important. Much more important. And it's so funny because he gets to enjoy skateboarding and yes. be super disciplined about it and yes. be just an absolute badass on a skateboard and encourage me to go out and ride my skateboard. And he gets to, you know, have a family and have things that are more important to him and yeah. have a career. And it's funny because... And a cat. And a cat and a dog. And because he does that, he's able to do it long term it's actually sustainable in that person's life because you know what skateboarding I mean? is not their life yes it's a part yes of their life right it's actually a small small part of yeah, their life absolutely. i don't think you could sell a, an article to thrasher that says hey man you know what skateboarding shouldn't be your life right it should be part of your life because it's fun yeah when it's a part of your life right it's fun but yeah. when it's your whole life you wind up with a lot of pressure on yourself. Absolutely. And making skateboarding very important. Um, it, this is what makes me kind of a jerk. <laughs> so I wanted to talk Go about ahead. a tiger by the tail. Yeah. I watched I watched uh, the latest YouTube video. Sensation. From Ben DeGro. Okay. Is it DeGro or DeGro? It's DeGro. Is it French? It I'm is. I'm just wondering. Okay, it go is. ahead. Um, I've been saying it wrong. Okay. I met someone who knows him. And they were like, bro. They were like, dude, it's DeGro. And I was like, no, I say it to gross, all right? Yeah. I said what I said. 
But you know what? I I didn't mean it. I I was uh, I I was sad that I've been saying his name wrong. Yeah. Um, ben is a very sweet Canadian from the Vancouver area. Yeah. He has an amazing woodworking channel. Good for him. Vancouver yeah. carpenter. Carpentry carpenter. Yeah. And um, Ben has been doing skate. Ben is obviously very intelligent. Yeah. And I've um. Listen. <laughs> oh no! What? I feel badly for how uh, silly I am about people. You know, <laughs> I sort of cap on them. You know. Yeah. Um, and I, I poke at them like I feel badly for how, uh, you know how how t tough I've been on like the boys at the bunt. Sure. You know, and I, I have, I have bad feelings about you know the the way that uh, although i our episodes on andy schrock i stand behind those no 100 percent. i yeah. do i think that we were really cool to andy. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um if uh you know andy he's only like 15 minutes from my house <laughs> come on man <laughs> stop it's it's uh kind of strange it's so weird yeah I, I think about that sometimes yeah um why you know why you why you ain't help me, Curtis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You know yeah. that's from. I actually don't. I've heard that. I've heard Tony that. Baker comedy has these oh, two yeah, cats. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, Curtis, I hurt my leg. <laughs> why you ain't help me, Curtis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Because I'm not so safe. If you yeah, hang out, sure. if a person hang, hangs out yeah. with me, they're gonna get like both barrels or whatever I got going on. I get it, yeah. you know. He's just so controversial. I am. I became controversial, and all Insane. the all the warmness disappeared. <laughs> You're so cool, dude. Just stay over there. That yeah. that is fine. Yeah. Um, those guys are doing their thing, but Ben DeGro has. Uh, come into my crosshair several times because he he does a lot of like 45 minutes of talking about a skateboard product mm -hmm. that and, and it's really been well received he gets sure. lots his youtube channel yeah. i guess did what's what's as close to blowing up as they do nowadays because they don't yeah. really do that anymore right but he has a pretty big following, and I, I imagine the comment section is is full full fledged. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Ben, um, he just put out and said, "I'm going to be doing a lot less of this skateboarding uh, content." Okay. And described in it, I think it'd be great for you to watch it. Yeah. At least I I don't know how watchable it is, but sure. Um, he described like how like my knee can't take it anymore i you know Oof, i i sucks, yeah well and ben is very devoted to a form of skateboarding that is very demanding like high impact it is yeah it's very high impact that's, i've watched his yeah. his the form of skateboarding that ben has devoted himself to is very high impact we're talking I, like rail gap or like no ledge ledge and rail ledge and rail flat, ledge, flat. ledge rail and flat ground yeah i sure. mean definitely not like jaws homoki oh, level oh, you know oh, but yeah definitely in the bandwidth of 90s legitimacy yeah and emb called they said Good job. I guess. I guess <laughs> they so. said, "Get the fuck out of here." They also, they also <laughs> stole your skateboard. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Ran around the corner. Yeah. Don't, they're, they're in the don't. bushes smoking crack, don't. and I'm afraid to go get a bathroom. Yeah. Oh no, dude. Oh uh, no, we went there. It's fine. Well, I mean, 
It's not not true. No. Okay, go ahead. So anyway. But he's he's backing off of it because it's like he's got a tiger by the tail. Yeah. It's just too demanding. Yeah. And um, I thought that was interesting. Charlie Blair. Yeah, I know him. Uh, has been riding with the Powell guys. And how was he doing? Uh, actually, um, it's very interesting. Um, I've seen some recent footage. Obviously, Charlie Blair is mm -hmm. an, is just a ripper. Oh, he's insane! Yeah, he, he's a transition ripper with street skills. He is. And he, I met him once, and he was a relatively nice guy. He is a nice guy. Yeah, and um, I'm really happy to see Charlie out there ripping. Mm -hmm. um, but I, and he's he's in welding now. Oh, good for him, dude. Um, he spent quite a bit of time dealing with Johnny Law mm -hmm. and the old dragon on, what do they call it, Chasing the Dragon. Yeah, he's Chasing the Dragon. Yeah, and he, uh, he's, uh, he's kind of like a little bit younger Andy Roy. Yeah, yeah. And um, he busted out his two front teeth, as I recall. Uh, yeah, really two of his... Uh, side... So yeah, yeah, he's got, guy. yeah, he Charles, got Charlie's teeth are in rough shape. That's mm -hmm. pretty common. Yeah. Get some of that mileage on your chassis. You get those, <laughs> get some get those, mileage uh, on You get those old world, oh. across the pond, British style <laughs> chompers. I got those chompers. British dentistry. <laughs> dude, poor guy, dude. It's not dentistry, it's inbreeding. Uh, dude, it, I, well... Oh, that's tough, dude. That is sorry, rough, dude. Sorry, that was so rough, dude. It's sorry, so Britain. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. the island is only so big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's only so many options. They lost one Revolutionary War, and now we got these choppers. No, dude. Gosh. They were like that before. Well, it yeah. is a weird. Anyway, We're so British. Charlie Blair. I'm glad to see Charlie banging around, but I. It did you see out. some skate videos? Oh him? yeah. Okay. I did because I I watched Deville Nunez's videos. Deville. It was two months ago or so that it was on there, but um, Deville is I guess the team manager for Powell. Okay. And he runs a YouTube thing, and then I heard someone was talking on the bunt. Mm -hmm. It was oh, who was that? Naming old 90s pro jeffrey. tight with deer dick tom um Larry. jeffrey tom <laughs> no no Chris just Tomlin. wait for it hold on i'm um, just gonna keep naming names so i get it Jerry. and uh don't don't keep saying names i'll never get it that way oh Tom. i was never gonna get it anyway Larry. um josh kalis <laughs> i was close dang it josh josh kalis was you probably said josh um, <laughs> i think i didn't dang it it's fine josh so, kalis i don't know if it was that episode but that's the episode i was listening to most mm -hmm. recently and they mentioned uh maybe it was on the nine club but they mentioned they said powell is a youtube company now oh interesting Which and is i thought true. what a strange day we live in where powell Powell stuff is now made in China, mm -hmm. where um, Powell's revenue is, I, I guess, is con conjoined with Google, you know? Yikes, um, yeah. Where, um, you know, you've got this weird, um, I, I think skateboarding is, um, watch some street league footage. Um, they've got street leagues in different places. Mm -hmm. The Japanese one, everything was gray. Yeah. The whole course was just different shades of gray. Yeah. It was a very strange aesthetic. Clean. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was clean. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. To a fault. I was like, would it kill you to put some of that blue in there that they have <laughs> in the ones? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. 
but that's that's neither here nor there but i'll tell you it sure isn't the surfing that it came from that oh my california gosh. dreaming no you know sidewalk surfing bones brigade weird bicyclist hat on backwards <laughs> yeah Rick or you know like right. with a, with full logo thigh to <laughs> thigh to shoe yeah you know like right just the garish yeah right just fully gauche you know <laughs> yeah, using term i like baggy it. pant yeah fashions you know skids <laughs> you know those you know a little bit more durable than pajamas clothing <laughs> that you know it, it really, oh. <laughs> you know, Neil, Neil Blender did not die for this. Neil Blender did not die for this. A little I just bit more like, than pajamas. I just feel like skateboarding has gotten a little bit bing bong. Yeah, it's bing gotten bong. a little bing bong out yeah, here. Yeah, no, like, it really like it's, it's like watching tennis or golf or <laughs> yeah, pickleball, dude, yeah. you know? Yeah, dude. I, I was watching it, and they're, they're oh, number rating all these things. It's and so strange. Jamie Foy is pinching some sort of a nose grind. Like front side crook, and, crook. And, 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 and to some flip out. No, Do you, let me ask you an actual out. technical question. Do you it's think fine. like they have each trick number, like with a number scale on it, so that... I think oh, if you did a crook, it's I think this it's committee. I think it's so arbitrary. You think it's like totally subjective based on? I bet it is. I bet that judging skateboarding is like judging figure skating. Yeah. But like they have less time doing it, so they don't have their algorithms. Like I don't know set eight. up. Yet. Right. Sure. I bet there's a whole bunch of bro robbery going yeah, on. Yeah. Sure. You know, right. Like, like just um, do you, you stole robbery, the nine hundred yeah. by the bro robbery. <laughs> bro robbery. I don't know, dude. I don't know. All I know is that the nine hundred was stolen. <laughs> Toss did it first, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> you know, it's. You know what I mean? It's actually true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's actually true. Gosh, dude. That, that is so... It was that Taz Pappas? Well, the thing is that Tony Hawk, his dad ran the league. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of that whole early career was locked in because his dad, but no one else was going to run the league. Yeah. And I, he was really, really good. Yeah, I mean, so he it was going to happen. Yeah. Right. It's, we all know that Tony Hawk did not land the 900 first. You think Taz did it first? Yeah. I mean, that's just objectively true. The big shame is that Taz cares about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, it, you know, that, that was that was what was embarrassing to everyone about the Taz Papas documentary was that, like... So important. So, well, okay, it's embarrassing to me in terms of being a skateboarder, which I'm almost certain I'm not. <laughs> After this, yeah, after doing this podcast, I'm certain that anyone who's not. a skateboarder would not own me as a skateboarder. Yeah, but, sure. But, and if that's not the case, we'll keep working on it. Right, yeah, but, don't worry, we'll get there. But, like, in terms of, like, if skateboarding is something that really matters, mm -hmm. which it doesn't. Sure. Right? <laughs> and if it has any sort of, like, like, sacredness, sure. which it doesn't. And if anything, if any of this stuff really, you know, who invented what trick and all of the like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now you've invoked <laughs> yeah, the name the Voldemort. <laughs> you've you done went and said Voldemort. Voldemort yeah. A, a Ron. Yeah, right. Gosh. 
I know. Toss Pappas did a 900 like the week before. In practice? Was yeah. that was that the story? I that watched was it. it. I was, he landed one in practice. Yeah, and, good for him, dude. And, well, it was no good for him. And here's why. Because it wasn't important. <laughs> the entire time. That's right. It was <laughs> not important. What yeah. was important was all of the other stuff. That started it with like your grandparents and your parents and then right. you right. and then you know you get so screwed up and you lock in on skateboarding to compensate for these things yeah and you wind up in a psychological dungeon yeah and before you know it you're volatile you're petulant yeah. you're pouty yeah. you're grumpy you're right. stoned you're angry and then you get and you're unwelcoming at the skateboard right and then some guy with a beard is heckling then you. some guy with a beard and all he's doing is rolling around talking yeah. about how nice these wheels feel yeah and no. mostly encouraging you yeah he comes up to me and the first thing he says i hate this guy he says he says hey kid oh he says that was a really good trick i really liked it and i thought Dare you. Fuck you, old man. How dare you, old man. <laughs> yeah. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I do love the young people. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's why I'm such oh, a jerk. Oh, man, dude. That's so funny, bro. Oh, I, man. That's that's why I'm such a jerk. Oh, I'm getting a call from Chicago. Chicago. Oh, that's fine. Chicago. That's Chicago. Fine. Dude, it's just so sad. I really, in my heart of hearts, if I'm just being totally... Heart on the table. Yeah. All I want to do is go up to these guys and grab them and, and headbutt them as hard as I can in the nose. And then I want to hug them so hard. Just blood all over Just your blood shirt. all over my shirt and just hold them as they cry, as they really realize that they just never felt like their dad really cared about them. And they got made fun of when they were in third grade and they never figured out how to integrate that into their life and have that make them stronger so they figured out that if they were good at skateboarding that maybe they could get some respect and i just want them to know like i care about you because jesus cares about you and you're being a real bastard right now it doesn't have to be like this dude you know what i mean like that's just right there dude that's just how i feel like i, I always do exactly gosh. what i want to do and i just i'll tell them i'm like bro you're stinking it up right yeah. now bro. you're <laughs> You're stinking up the whole session, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. You've heard me say that one I say a lot. Oh, I'm like, yeah. hey, man, we all know that you can't land that trick. <laughs> dude, that's such a good one. Don't dude. act surprised that you didn't land that oh, trick. Throw I your board around. It, dude. You, you yeah. want us to think you always land that trick? What are you, surprised? Yeah. Tell me you're surprised that you didn't land that. We all yeah, know go you. Ahead. Go do five on flat ground and then try it down that five stairs. Dude, it's so funny, you're, dude. The yeah. enraged throwing of the board to <laughs> bitching about new shoes. It's like a frontside throwing of the board oh, to the backside bitching about shoes that's the other one i like to do is i'm dude. like bro blame your shoes <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the shoes it looks like dude it looks like your shoes are too new yeah <laughs> dude, like you can see it, it all just be, melt it dude. must be the shoes you know what honestly my 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 feeling about it is usually usually it breaks through smiling dude what, and, and friendliness oh, man. it usually does it's so good when you can watch the like tension just wash yeah. away from a guy and they they have this moment where they realize, like, no, dude, I am being, I'm totally blowing it. And then the rest of the session is just a pure delight I've of, seen like, it a skating. Lot. Yeah. That's why I heckle. Yeah. Because, listen, if I piss you off, we connected. Yeah. Because, listen, um, if you come to a session and you want to you want to stink it up with a bunch of seriousness about yourself. Yeah. All right. Um, we're either going to get along or we're not going to get along. <laughs> you know? Right, right. I mean, 
the boss. Oh my court. gosh. I had one of these times there was an event I was at. I I wish for the person who was this person to hear this. And they were absolutely killing themselves to get this big Ollie on this one spot. It was over at Florence. Oh, is that thing I yeah, flow yeah, over? Yeah, 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 they were yeah. popping to there were like, like trying, six feet above. They it. were yeah. trying to be six feet above it, but they were only getting like two feet yeah, above it. But right. when they were young, they, they used to could be able to. Get, yeah, yeah, there you go. And they broke themselves off for like in half hour. an hour. Yeah, you know, ten minutes is a long time. Dude. And there's they 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 were the owner of the skate shop. Poor guy. They were the most important person yeah. that was there. They were truly a VIP, and it was yeah. a big, yeah. it was a big event put on by another skate shop that yeah. was located in the mall. Of course. So it was a grill yeah. and chill. Chill, right? Yeah. But this was years ago. This was yeah, like yeah. in two thousand four. Oh. Yeah. And I said to the, I said to the guy, I was like, Hey, man, there's a lot of kids here. Yeah. You should just. Go do something easy and blow their minds. They're gonna yeah, love it, dude. Man. They're gonna eat that up, dude. Right. Just go, yeah. just go and skate with all these, all these kids. Right. And I that that was just another, you know, another log on the fire, you know, <laughs> of me being rude. I don't know. I honestly don't know what the what the converse, the internal processing of those interactions is. But yeah, um, that was annoying to them, and they didn't appreciate my input. And that's just. You know, and you that's never, fine. You never know. I, I think that some people, like I'm thinking about the guys who get like heckled, aka get encouraged at the skate park, and then they leave. And I'm like, dude, what? I wonder if in two years, or in a year, or a month later, somebody's gonna be sitting on the edge of their bed when they get up or before they go to bed and Ooh. think to themselves and say, you know what? Holy shit, I am, I am being an asshole. And that guy at the skate park is probably right. And maybe I should make some changes. I don't know. I, I really want that to be true. It probably isn't as true as I wish that it was. But yeah, I'm actually I'm, I'm really, hungry for that. I'm really sad about that because I I get where you're coming from, Luke. Yeah. But the problem with this is t t usually these these dear ones are being driven yeah. by a really bad idea. Yeah. And the bad idea is that they don't have any value Yeah. unless they're good at skateboarding and it, it causes a desperate and this is a very yeah. subtle yeah. idea yeah but it's very powerful and when this idea gets planted in someone and buried yeah you know you get this you get this thing that grows up out of it right and you go that thing is the problem the problem was the seed yeah and that what do things that grow do they drop more seeds and yeah. it's the same seed you're not good enough unless you're <clears> not <throat> you're not important you're not valuable you're not your life is meaningless or worthless or whatever yeah. lessness right. it needs to be. And I, I've referred to this in our commentary on advertising that this is the this is the the foundational inferiority complex yeah. that causes skateboarding the activity mm -hmm. to become a, a a bed for the growth of, of toxic flowers, dude. Yes. And and so what I what I think you probably feel the same way mm -hmm. because of the hugging you want to yeah, do after dude, the headbutting dude, yeah. is like, of course, of course you've been an asshole. So yeah. have I. Yeah, absolutely. We all, we all do less than we ought to. We all don't love like we ought to. Yeah. 
many times and in many ways I could fill many podcasts with stories of my own failure. Absolutely. This too. week. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, like yesterday. And right. and that's not to say that I'm dropping out of the fight and right. not, not gonna keep pressing on, you know. Um but these these guys for all of the for all of the negative influence that they have and all the power that they wield, yeah. what they're overlooking is that you are loved. Yeah. You are important. Just yeah. you yeah. sitting on the edge of the bed. Right. Wake up in the morning. You're yeah. important. There is a God who loves you. Yeah. He made you. He loves you. He wants you to know him and to walk with him. Yeah. And this is this is what drives my attempts. And they're they're yeah. clumsy attempts to connect with people. Yeah. But you know, um it's I'm not that way to people because they're being an asshole. I'm being that way to people because they need a connection and it's just the only dumb way I know how to do it. Absolutely. And if I find a smarter way, I take it. Yeah. If I'm smart enough to know it was the smarter way. Right. Um, and there are a lot of things I say at a skate park or do in my life that aren't heckling people. You oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. But this is what is and you have a broken heart about it oh absolutely so do i you know well i've totally been there bro i mean i was at, i had points in my life where i was so ready to just die in a gutter like i just wanted to die i didn't see why life was worth living i felt like i there was something about me that was intrinsically wrong or broken that i could never fix or find out mm -hmm. and the engagement with the Almighty was really the thing that unlocked all that garbage for me. And I want that so badly for other people. I want people to know that I love them and I care about them because Jesus loves them and he cares about them. And I want them to to not feel the frantic, horrible feeling that if I'm not good at skateboarding, then I don't matter. Because I think that's objectively not true. I think it's an, a, a damned lie. I... I and it, it wreaks havoc in people's life. It does. However, we have a bigger problem mm -hmm. than whether or not we are lovely or lovely. lovable yeah. or like that. And the problem is, while we're putzing around on whether or not we feel valuable, mm -hmm. the wrath of God is coming mm. against all that has lifted itself up against him. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, this is like Baseline for gospel. real. Yeah. This is this is for real. Yeah, I, I know that it's not sensitive to the to the culture around <laughs> right, me. Right. Um, but you know, well, you have a much bigger problem than whether or not we feel affirmed enough in yeah. our lives. Right. We actually do. When Jesus came, he didn't come and die on the cross and rise from the dead because we have low self esteem. Yeah. He came and he did that because. He, we have need of a rescue so much larger and further reaching yeah. than just this. Absolutely. So, hey, look, Man. you can you should lighten up about skateboarding and you should get heavy about eternal considerations because they are very serious yeah. and they're worth taking seriously. That's, Absolutely. That's all I have to say for today. Yeah, me too. Um, um, you know, once again, this podcast... Uh, Appearances notwithstanding, it's brought <laughs> to you by Life Skateboards. Yeah. And uh, this erstwhile podcast. And uh, we appreciate every one of you that listens. It's an interesting thing to have uh, this. We must be uh, getting in the upper 90s. 
Uh, on what? What are we talking about? Episode numbers. Oh, we're at 94. We should have stayed. We should have stayed at 86 part 86, one, part two, yeah. Part three. 86-1, 86-2. Well, well, thanks for listening with us. We appreciate you. You matter. Yep. But uh, just um, just remember that the point isn't your self-esteem. Yep. The point is that there's a wrath coming on this planet, this earth, this realm. Yeah, the realm. And um, you should definitely look into remedying that situation. Yeah. All right, friends. Thanks for being with us. For what it's worth, Captain Lou.